1: Joining us now is Margaret Brennan, the host of Face the Nation on CBS. Uh, Margaret, let's start with the January 6th anniversary. What is the mood there in Washington?
2: Well, you know, there is so much uh, work that needs to be done here in Washington on Capitol Hill, but it is still um, very much a partisan divide when it comes to discussing the attack on Capitol Hill that happened on January 2021 uh, on the 6th of that month. Um, we will speak on Sunday's program to Liz Cheney, who led um, the as the lead Republican investigator in that House probe into what happened, but we have come to a place in our our politics where um, the party has chosen to put involvement January sixth aside. If you look at leadership, um, the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who I sat down and interviewed down at the Texas border this week, he was the the lead lawmaker who circulated a a brief to file with the courts to challenge the uh, outcome of the election in four states that Joe Biden won. He spoke on the floor on January 6th, uh, objecting to the certification. So the party has decided to put this aside and um, just say, you know, that, that the people who carried out the violence are responsible for their actions, but not those who incited it. And that's where we are, and it's really kind of jarring um, in some ways uh, for those of us who reported on it that day, because we um, we know that, that Donald Trump is continuing to be under federal investigation for his role in leading to the events of that day, and he is the front-runner for the Republican nomination. Today, Joe Biden is going to try to embrace this as part of his campaign platform issue of you know, he's sort of the the bulwark against the fall of democracy. He's going to valid Valley Forge as he's going to present it to the public today in a big campaign speech and say that democracy itself is on the line and point to January 6th as an example of that. Um, but this is a campaign speech. And when it comes to the real business on Capitol Hill, there's so much that needs to be done with both parties. Uh, really trying to work together. But this is just a completely different interpretation of, of recent history by both.
1: Well, on the business that uh, faces Congress, I mean, one of the top issues right now is the border versus national security funding for Ukraine and Israel, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we on that right now?
2: Well, technically, lawmakers are not back at work yet. They're still on break until uh, the the 8th and 9th of January. I did travel down to the border with Speaker, and I met with Speaker Johnson there. We know in the public polling that CBS has conducted, it is a number two issue for voters right after the economy, and that cuts across party lines. So there is a political incentive there for both parties to act, along with the actual need uh, for Border Patrol to get more resources and for, perhaps, reconsideration of some of our border policies and laws. President Biden's um, policy is what Mike Johnson is Is pushing back against. He wants to return to more Trump-era, harder-line policies. But it's Congress that writes the immigration laws, and it's Congress that controls the purse strings. And so that's why there's so much focus on what can happen in these negotiations that the Senate is conducting on a bipartisan basis with the White House. And then that open question of whether the Speaker would take it up and be able to get Republicans and Democrats on board with it in the House.
1: It's hard to believe, but the GOP Iowa caucuses are coming up on January 15th, and then the 23rd is the New Hampshire primary. How much of a shift do we anticipate with these two events coming up in terms of the uh, candidacies?
2: You know, there is nothing that is typical about this election cycle (laughs) or uh, campaign, but If we go back to what is traditionally the case, you know, Iowa and New Hampshire are the first attempts that the Republican. Voters, and then in New Hampshire, it's a semi open primary, so others who are not registered Republicans can vote in it. It's the first test uh, within the party of who they think is viable to represent them. Uh, and right now in our polling, it is Donald Trump that leads in both, but it is an open question, for example, in New Hampshire, where independents and Democrats could register day of and vote as well, um, whether Nikki Haley could really sh- prove to her party that she is a viable candidate as well. Ron DeSantis, who will be my guest on Sunday, Mm -hmm. the Florida governor, um, really wants Iowa to be his place where he shows to his party that they should consider him. And these candidates know that it is an open question what will happen to Donald Trump in the next year because of all the legal issues he faces. And so there is this does the GOP need another candidate? Do they need to continue to keep their options open and not just go with the current frontrunner, Donald Trump? And that's really kind of the test of, of what we're going to see happen in the next few weeks. And And that is why, even though Iowa and New Hampshire are sort of in a different place than they have been in years past uh, in, in terms of influence, it's, it's a way to gauge Um, what Republicans are considering as they weigh Donald Trump's legal issues and viability against a different vision or younger leadership, for example, for the party.
1: Margaret Brennan, host of CBS's Face the Nation. Thank you.
2: Thank you.